Okay, I think it's recording, and I turned my... Yeah? Hi, I'm Phil Hunter. I turned my input, or output, down. You're, you're too damn loud. Well, I, I get really close to the mic, too. Like would just would you turn it down? I hope, that, I hope I get a medal of freedom for doing this podcast someday. No? <laughs> too soon, Phil. It's too soon. No. <laughs> Wrong. You're listening to episode 34 of Time to Lean and Here's a Song with Phil and John or John and Phil. And John. Also with more Phil. Phil and John talking. Have you ever seen clips of... Uh... We're talking about, of course, Rush Limbaugh getting the Congressional or Presidential Medal of Freedom. Freedom. Whatever it's called. That's right. <laughs> God. Uh, um, mixing my Republicans here. Uh, yeah, right up there with like Rosa Parks and Mother Teresa. and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> God. Well, Rush is a saint, is a saint to people like Trump. So to, to uh, We're getting political people. and that's fine. We can't help it today, probably. No, no. Um no, he uses a a gold plated microphone. Oh when man! When he records, yeah, because you're a when you're a star, yeah, you get a or or star in the music business. You see these gold plated microphones. Well, yeah, maybe like a rap star, right? Yeah, I, I definitely see that with uh, rap recording artists and or which RD. I I think based on some things that Rush has said in the past, he wouldn't want to be associated with rap stars, but. No, Probably no. not. <laughs> I guess everything's fair uh, game now, John. <laughs> yeah, we, might as well we can say up. whatever we want. <laughs> Gold mic drop. <laughs> Gold mic drop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I took today off from work so I could be here to have my home appraised. Appraised. Yeah, yeah. He he had a lot of praise for it. Um, <laughs> Did he like that well in, no. the, in the basement? You know, he didn't even notice that. I feel kind of cheated, especially because it was 500 bucks. Oh, for the cap or whatever. Well, yeah, I'm sure. It, I, that stuff actually only matters when you sell it. But oh, financing, sure. if I believe my junk mail should happen every two months or something. <laughs> <laughs> you should refinance today. What I just did. No, this is so boring. So we decided to refinance because rates have dropped, blah, blah, blah. Everybody does this. Not me. I live in the rafters of Phil's garage. And yeah. A day or two after we start the process, which, you know, everything is done online. I'm not sure we ever um, meet our loan officer in person or anything like that. It's all done over email or electronic signatures heck for a while there the appraisals were almost <laughs> it, it, yeah it almost could be they just sent a drone to your house and it cruises around and looks menacing you don't you don't fuck with the drone <laughs> just say um alexa please do a home appraisal and <laughs> yeah somebody's amazon echo just lit up when you said that phil does that does that activate it <laughs> just the word oh god <laughs> Darn it. I'm sorry. Just well, like, yeah, yeah. It, most of them are hey, such and such. But the Amazon one, I think, is just you say the that, word. 
the A word. I, I, I don't know if I, I don't have one, so. Okay, well, from now on, we'll just say the A word instead of. <laughs> the A word. Hey, asshole. <laughs> well, what if we had a guest on this name was. <laughs> I actually have a coworker who has a kid named Siri. Oh, no. <laughs> How irritating that must be for that kid. <laughs> she just must get so pissed. <laughs> oh, I hope I hope she can get her voice like that someday. Yes. And there's probably funny. even more A words. <laughs> so um, I, I think uh, I interrupted your train of thought there. You you okay. you got your house no. appraised and 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 it's all it's all not even in person anymore. Anything is. Yeah, so anyway, I, I'm doing all this stuff, and as if by magic, I start getting phone calls and mail and stuff from these other companies who want to refinance my mortgage. Yeah, the last and time they, we and refinanced, they know we started that they, getting It isn't stuff. just the normal. I usually get junk mail all the time, like saying, your loan can blah, blah, blah. No, this is, we know you are refinancing your mortgage. Yeah, they stop, sold the stop information. It and let us do it. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see how it was Facebook. It probably was, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> left me a robocall saying, John, "Hi, John. I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Ro- Would Robo-Zuck. you refinance with FacebookMortgage.com?" Hey, that actually sounds like him. Maybe Mark Mark Z could be the narrator someday. But it will give you a good rate, but you have to paint your house blue <laughs> and give me fifty likes. That's right. Oh, speaking of uh, Siri, my timer is going off because my pasta is done. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. And oh, by the way, I'm in the kitchen. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Hey, Siri, stop. <laughs> Siri, hey, stop. Siri, how are you today? <laughs> I'm going to translate what I think John is saying. He says something about a power duvet. Maybe he should run his ice machine again. That's always a hit on the show. Oh, okay. I know what I'll do. I'll start talking about some of the comments we've uh, we've had. We had a little bit of a backlog. I haven't been uh, referencing the comments we've been getting for a while, and I apologize to all our faithful listeners. This one I may have said before, but Jessica M. said, uh, you should interview kids more often. That's a really old one. I haven't interviewed a kid. That was back in 2018. When my when I when I interviewed, he's not a kid anymore. <laughs> no, well, I'm just going through. I started to go through some of the comments while I uh, while you were gone. That's a good use of time. Yeah. And then we'll get back to the uh, <laughs> refine that. Oh God, I can't even say it. And Sean C. I think all of our listeners remember Sean. He was a guest and and always a good a good person. Uh, okay, this I don't remember what episode this was, but he says, uh, one of my favorite shows, mostly because John sang a lot. Was that the Vesper one? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so basically, we had a weird Skype incident where uh, I think Siri or Alexa must have messed up our... our uh, I, I went to unmute and I ended the call. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I was talking about comments, and uh, Sean had said one of my favorite... I don't remember this one. They said one of my favorite shows... I don't remember which episode this was. I mean, mostly because John sang a lot. Was that the Vesper one? 
I don't know. Must have been because I was drunk. <clears throat> you don't normally sing uh, on the podcast. Though the comparison... Well, Sean liked it. Though the comparison of my voice to Noel on the great British baking show was also entertaining. And then, uh, let's see, Connie C. a month later said, Connie is Sean's wife. Oh, they both live in St. Paul. Uh, Sean couldn't mug up, but we did grab Taco John's for his dinner while we tried to catch up. Curtis P. from Rapid City, one of our newer listeners. Hello, Curtis. Welcome. Loving the podcast, I would definitely buy a Time to Lean serving tray. I'm trying to remember what episode that was, too. That Was that the Heather one? I, I think I think she mentioned... Oh, yeah. Yep. No, because she was talking about yeah. the serving tray thing with the Halloween costume. And yes, somehow you're right. We got on the Lawrence Welk. Um, we she and her Lawrence. friend um, were doing that. Yes. Gigi. Gigi V. Gigi. And then... Uh, thank heaven. So then... Uh, but can you do that musical anymore? I don't know. Oh, David D. Uh, commented on our most recent one. Nice. I especially liked the mating whales. I mean, wandering euphoniums at the end. <laughs> and I, I, I really that was unintentional. I have to the the, the whale sound. I my my, my I loved it. Was completely gone by that time because I don't play the whole instrument. Really You're just not days, in so practice. Five yeah. minutes was about all I had, and I just kind of <laughs> went for it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, um, and then uh, Greg added uh, his euphonium, and and uh, it was, uh, it was yeah, magic. it I, it did have kind of. I was thinking of a whale sounds, but whale songs. Uh, yeah, okay. Those there's the comments. Anyway, thanks everyone, and I'll mark those as having. <laughs> That we Good. commented, we commented on their comments. I try to keep track of everything. I'm very organized. Oh boy, I don't know. What, you were talking about? Were you? You were still talking about? Oh, I was done. I, there oh, wasn't okay. much else. I, I was just marveling at the fact that everybody seemed to know. Oh yes, yes. Um, you, you kind of expect that. Um, you know, they check your credit and all that crap. Everybody knows about that. The whole thing where they knew I was refinancing already, so they must they must do some kind of disclosure or something like that. I, I'm not sure why. So I'm kind of curious about that. If anybody knows, is anybody in the home in refinance let, industry, let the banking industry, and and you can divulge <laughs> or, your secrets? Or, yeah, I think I could probably get the loan officer to tell me, but. It'd be more fun to hear it from a ran- random person on Facebook. And we'll we'll comment about your comments. I just kind of assumed the bank sold the information and to get a little extra money, even though it might mean they might lose the loan. But I could be wrong. Because in a way, that doesn't make sense. But Yeah, you'd think that would be yeah, counterproductive. But Well, somewhere along the line, somebody is makes extra money on that by selling it. Maybe it's not the bank. So other than uh, Rush getting a much-deserved uh, Medal of Freedom to say batshit things. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, Oh, I swore. Now we have to put an E on this one. I, I have to say, I listened to Mitt Romney's um, speech earlier, and uh, it, it was... Uh, I have to take back everything I said about Mitt Romney. <laughs> I, 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 uh, mostly it was joking because he, he was kind of awkward. I... I'm not going to take back my vote. I would still have voted the way I did, but 
I didn't think he would be a good president at the time, but the, the bar has gotten a little lower. Um, a lot. Um, yeah, I wonder who he'd give the congressional or the presidential medal of freedom to. Not, not Rush Limbaugh. But uh, I, I, I just uh, appreciate his integrity. I mean, yeah, you know, in the old days, I was making fun of him a lot, you know, and the binders of women thing. I, I, it just seems so quaint now. We, we, we've come so far. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We've come so far down the pike or whatever, the sewer, I guess. It's now the Rush Lim- It's now the Trump party. party. I kind of, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm a little surprised, but not totally surprised, since he tended to have a little bit of an independent streak and has. He's he's not dead. <laughs> not yet. He's <laughs> so, probably going to get some death threats. I, I, you, oh, yeah. Well, he's already, already been um, threatened with uh, being dr- drummed out of the Republican Party oh, by okay. Don Jr. So yeah, we'll see how good. that goes. Yeah, okay. But um, no, he. Th- They'll say about him. He, he, on one hand, yes, it's it 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 dem- demonstrates integrity, and I'm glad he did it. He gets a lot of respect for that. On the other hand, he is almost unique in the in that he's in a position where he can get away with it because he he doesn't really have a lot to lose. I don't think being in the Senate is his end all be all. No, he probably isn't going to run for president. <laughs> again I, I don't and know. he doesn't he's rich enough he does not have to go be a lobbyist or otherwise no. have that kind of you know career ahead of him when he leaves the senate you know he basically he doesn't have a lot of bridges to burn in his party at this point yeah and i think long he, he probably thinks rightly so i hope in the long run he will be rewarded by many people for that decision he he uh i don't know i i utah is a, a is a different kind of conservative state um for various reasons but i i know at least at least one never trumper um conservative there and um and they they're you know they're traditional i i think what did you call <laughs> what 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 was the phrase uh republican classic or something yeah yeah that that that's i didn't come up with it but no uh... but no, no, yeah, yeah. I think I th- kind of the old George H. W. Bush Republican, or what yeah. I, we used to call country club Republicans that that were not quite so batshit about the social issues, yeah, and were much more into the economic and more libertarian leaning in a lot of ways, especially about taxes and individual liberties and all that stuff. And I again, th- this is not something I want to. <laughs> devote a lot of time to here because no. it's all uh, like nothing you haven't heard before so well and preaching to the choir i suppose it's it's pretty much that way it, it's it's fine but um good, good for him and we'll he, see he how just, it goes i he, he I, just I, I might get some who, bonuses from it in his state i don't know utah's interesting yeah he he might get rewarded he he also doesn't have to run for re-election this year so he's well, in a good yeah. spot he's got time way. to I think he's got at least two more years I mean, if, but what, what if the Republican Party decides to uh, say, "Ah, you're not a real Republican anymore," then he's an independent, I guess, or something. I don't know. He could go independent, like Justin Amash did, the in Congress, uh, the the guy from what Michigan, I think. And apparently, he's raised a lot of money ever since he did that. So it's it'll be interesting to, politically. I, I mean, I I tend to follow politics like other people follow football or something like that. Yeah. So. 
it's I find the the races very interesting and things like that. So yes, the, I, I'm curious to see how this pans out for him. Um, he could turn independent and still win re-election in his state. I think yeah. that's possible. Sure. There is also um, a guy who ran for president as an independent in 2016. I forget his name offhand, but you can look him up, I'm sure. Perhaps John means Evan McMullen. I don't know. But the thing about Evan McMullen is was he is some kind of CIA guy. And that's the deep state. And oh... That deep state is, is is scary. He was kind of one of these younger former military guys, yeah. who was a def was a never Trump type, and you know he definitely got a little bit of exposure, and I think he actually did pretty well in his home state of Utah. But it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Utah. I, I, I like to hold out some hope that there is room somewhere for independence without them just being Nader-like spoilers. Yeah, and that—that's of course the whole problem is the the nature of our two-party system yeah. which shuts that down and and doesn't leave room for it. So and and perhaps other issues. Yes, exactly. All right. So I, I that that's good. We can leave it there. I think. Thanks, Mitt. That's fine. Give him the Congressional Medal of, of uh, Dukakis the McGovern Mobile. Give him the Time Tolene Medal of... <laughs> Mitt Romney. Well, we we, something. <laughs> Mitt Romney. Congratulations, Mitt Romney, for the Time Tolene 2020 Award for not being a dingleberry. Um, with that, uh, what what do you got in your glass oh, tonight? John... It's just, it's just ice We now. waited too long last time. It upset our <laughs> audience. <laughs> I, I didn't mention that. Oh, well, I think he was okay. kidding. Matt P. Hi, Matt. Cut the, cut um, it's just ice now. I was feeling a little on the cheaper side, and I, I've been I've been enjoying the um, Jim Beam Rye or the Jim Beam Black or the Jim Beam Extra Aged Oak, whatever. And so I thought, ah, I don't remember having just regular Jim Beam. Maybe it's okay and it's a little less expensive. Although so I probably... White, white label Jim Beam. Yeah, the regular. Okay. Cla- classic. Yep. <laughs> I get, I've been spoiled by the other other whiskeys I've had over the years. It was a little bit... Um, it is a little bit... Um, oh, harsher, I guess you'd say. It's not quite as smooth. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's a much younger uh, whiskey. It's probably two years old. The minimum, I think. Oh, it's just not. I, I try. I was like, well, I'll make a Manhattan with it, but it's still kind of cut through. But you know, if you have yeah, a couple, yeah. it, if you have a couple, it it's it, it's okay. But. <laughs> you just lose your taste buds, and it evens out. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm well, guessing I, you I have something more yeah, interesting. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, what I mean, what what is good at that price point? Besides, um, I mean, there, Evan Williams is still okay. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, see, I, I guess I'm the time to lean, uh, uh, bottom shelf <laughs> expert, but <laughs> of whiskey. No, there, uh, uh, sometimes you can find old granddaddy bonded, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I, a, I in see, a lower I, price more point. More often than not, I see that stuff around 24 bucks for a liter. Oh, really? For a while there, yes. I was seeing it 
uh, less, but maybe it's gone. It, I, I think I think the word got out on that stuff because it's gone up a little bit. It's not as good of a bargain. Yeah, that's the problem with these things. Was. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about whiskey because right. I can't. We can't even get Eagle Rare anymore after we talked about it before. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Yeah, I I don't really see it these days. And the last time I saw it at my local place, it was like fifty bucks or something crazy. Like oh, that. I I saw it. it. No, I saw it for sixty four dollars. I'm not okay, going to pay that. Insane. I'm not going to pay that for Eagle Rare. I I like it, but when it was like you know what was I getting it for twenty nine, I guess. But yeah, yeah, thirty bucks is a good price for that. Um, maybe yeah, thirty five. Uh, beyond that, it's it. There's stuff that's as good or better. Do you, do you think the the mid range is is falling out a little bit? There's like there seems like there's low there's a there's the low range and then the high range, and I always try to skirt around the middle there. Um, I'm wondering if that's falling out a little bit. I don't know. I, I guess I I'm not a liquor store expert, but yeah, I I don't know. I have no information about that. I just um, what I see when I shop. And one thing I've I've learned from reading a lot on the internet, where all knowledge is, uh, fake booze. (laughs) Booze pricing varies a lot from state to state. Yeah. And it's not all taxes. I think some of it is, but the distribution tends to be different. Oh, yeah. It's not even from state to state. They have regions. So the, the distribution patterns and other things that go on make prices quite different because in this area i don't see a lot of um uh jim beam black at the oh in your in your local stores yeah yeah i i tend to i mean my my locals always have it and of course the big chains yeah jim jim beam is of course one of the biggest bourbon makers in the world sure <laughs> um i think they're they might produce the most volume probably followed by heaven hill and uh, Buffalo Trace. Th- those are kind of the big ones, and they produce a lot of spirit. The thing about Jim Beam, of course, is they have a they do have a flavor profile that is kind of similar on up the line from the white label that you're drinking up through like Knob Creek and some of the other higher end stuff, or even like the super boutique stuff like uh, Booker's. If you've ever seen that one, yeah, sure. Um, that it comes in a old west style yeah <laughs> coffin i don't know <laughs> so, I, no i i was looking at that uh, yesterday it was in a wooden box yeah yeah and, <laughs> and it's this barrel proof just a blunt instrument of flavor that that hits you <laughs> and they produce these small batches of it. it's really astonishing stuff blunt but instrument it, of flavor it's too much it just it's just ridiculous it's like 65 percent or something like that alcohol Ooh, yeah, they're good morning. It's it's anyway, that's that's also Jim Beam. <laughs> so well, there you go. Yeah. Well what so, are you drinking? So I should I'm probably get some more pretty soon. Jim Beam? No. I guess. You're no, not. I am drinking I'm drinking <laughs> single malt whiskey from oh. New Zealand. Oh, that's right. Matt P brought it over. Yep, he and his lovely wife brought me back this bottle of Thompson spelled without a P. <laughs> ironically <laughs> um it's a it's a whiskey no pee in, it does not have an age statement on it so i don't know exactly how old it is i, I have a feeling it's on the younger side yeah but it's um it is a single malt so it's a malted barley whiskey 
but it's it's finished in red wine barrels. Oh, the red wine barrels. Okay. Um, I'm trying. I don't to know if I've heard of that before. I, I've heard of like um, cognac barrels or. Yeah, yeah. So it looks so from the label. It it it, it was aged in. American white oak, so AKA bourbon barrels, which is what most scotch is aged in. Sure. And then they probably spent, put some of the time in former red wine barrels as well. Right. They, and this one's called the two tone release. Okay. So I gather this is um, a whiskey that is, or, or an outfit that has not been around a super long time in that country. So it's it's more similar to American malt whiskeys that are being made, which is probably going to be a newer thing. I don't know. Maybe that'll catch on. Is that going to be a trend? Yeah. So, or it is the, it already? Um, the The whiskey is very nice. It has kind of a youthful. Um, I, I don't want to diss it because it's actually very nice, um, but it doesn't have a, a ton of depth like yeah. like a much older Scotch does. But it's it's definitely got a lot of fruit and some green notes going on and of course the the wine flavor is very strong interesting especially especially on the on the on the smell well i hope to try it so yeah i'll try and hold on to it for you it doesn't it look like it's got any fake color in it which is cool fake color so it, it's very nice and thank you again for bringing it back because as far as i know i don't think uh you can get it here thank you matt p and rebecca p the kiwis should be uh should be aged in kiwi barrels. Kiwi, so kiwi <laughs> juice. I do, so you can make wine out of kiwi. Or you juice, can make can't you alcohol out of any. You can make alcohol out of any um thing that has sugar in it. I guess right. <laughs> One of the things. Speaking of of New Zealand, New Zealand. That as long as we're talking about it, is when I was there in the early 1990s <laughs> which you had told said in a previous episode you were going back but that didn't that fell through for various reasons um yeah we had to postpone and i think we're going to end up going back um sometime early in 2021 all right but um, now so, we'll yeah. all go we'll do a podcast from yeah, there. we'll all do a podcast um <laughs> when i was there we found and i don't remember where we got it but this sweet wine that was called purple death why does that sound familiar? <laughs> because there's still a the 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 bottle of it is still in my mom's house. <laughs> oh, my dad held on to it. <laughs> purple death. purple death, an unusual roughest guts aperitif that has the distinctive bouquet of horseshit and old tram tickets. It is best drunk with the teeth clenched to prevent the ingestion of any foreign bodies. Connoisseurs will savor the slight tannin taste of old tea leaves and burnt cat fur. Possessors of a cultivated palate will admire the initial assault of the taste buds, which comes from the careful and loving blending of animal manure and parachute jock straps strained through an old miner's sock. The maturing in small pig's bladders gives it a very distinctive nose. Marketed under the Savior brand, a 9 out of 10 people who drink it for the first time exclaim, Jesus Christ! Caution, keep away from naked flames, both old and new. Um, anyway, uh, it's it's this dessert dessert wine that is is kind of tacky. <laughs> well, all right. I look forward and to that, it. And Maybe apparently, not. though, uh, I half-jokingly sent a picture of it to 
Matt and said, hey, if you, haha, if you see this, let me know. And sure enough, you can still get it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, strange. Well, maybe it's like, it must be good for something. (laughs) It's good for what ails you. It's like medicine. Exactly. It's good for... uh, after a long day of putting out fires, but that wasn't New Zealand, and and that's also too. Soon. No, and of course, what what New Zealand is most known for in the in the alcohol realm is their wine. There's lots of good New Zealand wine. That's right. That's right. We but in Purple Death, they're here. not known for. And in Purple Death, <laughs> <laughs> time passes. Good enough uh, for us. The A team. Now, are you drinking know. Manhattan or just rocks? I just the rocks. I, I've been doing that more. I've been doing that more often with. Now we'll just talk about this. I've been. <laughs> I've been it's doing more that. fun to talk about booze. <laughs> I've been doing that more often lately. Uh, just the whiskey on the rocks, and, and not mm-hmm. making cocktails. Although I've had a min, I've had a martini a couple of days ago. But yeah, all right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to tell you. Do Do you have uh, your New Zealand uh, on the rocks? No, no, I'm doing that out of the snobby, fancy Glen Cairn glass. Right out of the bottle. No. Yeah, that, that's how, how my brother used to drink Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was one night. I think that's probably how you need to drink Purple Death. <laughs> Straight out of the ah. bottle. So you didn't get to go to New Zealand. That's sad. Yeah, we, we could go sooner, but of course... We want to go when it's when it's warm down there and it's cold here. So, yeah, <laughs> the flights are significantly more expensive during the high season, which runs sometime in December through March, because that that's when it's really nice to go there. Right, because that's their their summer. Yeah, and so the the flights actually get a lot more expensive, and so uh, that that's the the bummer. <laughs> Do their toilets also flush the other way around? Of course they do. <laughs> and all the people have large, hairy feet. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're not hobbits. No, I, I, I... That wasn't even... It was invented. It was English. That's not New Zealand. It was filmed there, though. New, Ze- New Zealand appropriated <laughs> Lord of the Rings from England. Well, it was it was some kind of <laughs> hobbitic spread of Brexit token mix. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tolkien X. I don't know. Bec- Bexix. Tol- tol- Tolkien X. Exit? No. <laughs> oh, I should just do whale sounds on my euphonium. That'd be better than this shit. Okay, okay. I'm going to. Okay, we're going to do one topic. We're going to finish off 80s TV. Okay. Because we had talked about that before. We talked about cartoons. I don't think we really talked about TV, like live action stuff that we liked in the 80s. Um, I think it's not going to be a very long list. Well, I remember uh, Dukes of Hazzard. I mean, yeah, that's that's the big one. Um, When did that show start? And that was that that really more of a 70s show? Yeah, I don't know. Look it up. I'm sorry. I just have to. I I. Don't I remember it? It's got to be eighties. It's not that old, John, is it? Um, it started in seventy nine. Really? Oh, it's, it's still 80s. that's seven seasons. <laughs> Holy shit! 
Yeah. I can't believe that show went for seven years. I'm sure it just got better and better. Well, of course, uh, does that include the later ones where the, the main cast all left and they had the oh, other they had their or... Yeah, a couple other cousins showed up. That, oh, that wow. suspiciously looked kind of like uh, Tom Wolpat and that other guy. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what the story is behind that. I wonder if they, they wanted too much money, so they just re- replaced oh, probably. Them with... they, they probably had a non-existent movie deal they were trying to do i think as long as roscoe pico chico was was is still on well there. he left too didn't he oh and then his cousin showed up why didn't they just why didn't they just have a show called cousins and oh, i could do a Cletus spinoff or... mercifully it's been a long time since i've seen one but boss hog and, and then didn't didn't boss hog leave at some point too? well and then I, his cousin I, I showed know. up there was a his real skinny <laughs> Boss Higgins or Bo- something. Boss Frog. <laughs> Spelled with two Gs. Or uh, C- CEO. A.K.A. Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> CEO Frog. <laughs> no. CEO, senior Frog. Yeah. No. Oh, no. I'm free or so she in there, you, you boys. Oh, I, I blame the New Zealand whiskey. Well, of course, yeah. my brothers and I used to like it the eighth. down the, south, after all. We used to watch the A-Team a lot. Oh, uh, back to Deuce It Has It real quick, though. I'm actually related to uh, Catherine Bach. <laughs> you told us that like two episodes every, ago. Every other episode. I, I'm going to say it every other episode. Okay, because you got to milk that one. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm related to a famous person. Or what? Infamous? No. But yeah. Well, she's like a, I don't know, second cousin something. Okay. <laughs> the Her Deuce real name was Catherine Bach Men. Catherine Bachman, and that's I'm related to the Bachmans. My grandma's seriously, my great grandma's sister, or something, and then her family went off there. Okay, so there. Wow. And then the A Team. That was a good show. Probably doesn't. I, hold I have up. to admit, I I never watched the A Team. You didn't get on. into A Team? Oh, no, we used to watch that. I don't remember why. Dun, 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 dun. Or... There was probably. I dun, think dun, you were probably dun. watching. Uh, Battle of the Network Stars or something. It was. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Remember that? I, I missed a number of very significant '80s shows. For what were you doing? You probably were practicing. You, you weren't practicing. I probably thought I was definitely not practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask my mom. Zephyr <laughs> <laughs> as a guest. Deb Deb K from RC. I was probably just watching Betamax recorded Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Over and over and over again. I, <laughs> I was no Eric S., but... Uh, Who is? Eric, before we had VCRs, would actually put a tape recorder up to the oh. TV speakers and record the sound. My wife Jody did that, too, with some of her favorite shows. I never thought of that. I think one year I did that with Charlie Brown Christmas, for some reason. I remember yeah. having a tape of that, and that's probably why I remember it so well yeah and can probably recite half of it (laughs) phil you need involvement (laughs) (laughs) christmas is a racket it's run by this eastern syndicate syndicate, you know yeah what that's a vague was that an anti-jewish thing no, no I think that doesn't make suppo- sense. No, <laughs> it was uh, the the thing I've heard is that it, it was a joke that the publisher of the Peanuts comic strip was called uh, something Syndicate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, United Feature Syndicate, I think. Yeah. 
did so you didn't watch Battle of the Network Stars like Harry oh, Harry? Oh, no, I'm sure I w- I'm sure I was too stuck up to watch that. Oh, what was that other one? Uh, Real People. Oh, that was one with Fran Tarkin. No, yeah, no, yeah, maybe. I think these are all '70s shows, Phil. Why don't you talk about the Rockford Files or Columbo? No, I I, I was the one person that watched Saint Elsewhere religiously. No, yeah, that was later '80s, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a little bit later. I don't know why I didn't see. I think I watched Mork and Mindy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. That was a good one. That's early 80s. <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I would remember more, but <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Happy days. I, w- I was playing <laughs> D&D. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I saw Happy Days. I, I, I watched that somewhat. It it it, it really, uh, again, old old people stuff, but it really depended on the schedule on what night of the week it was on and what else was going on in our lives at the time. So one of the the big shows I never watched was uh Moonlighting. Oh yeah. That, that's a show, right? Yeah, okay. Which was which was really big, but I think it was because it was on on Tuesday nights. And yeah. by the time I was in high, junior high for sure, I was already going to orchestra rehearsal, which was also that night. Sure. So I was just not home. There was there was one show. Um, it was by the people that did airplane and stuff, but Police Squad, and that was only like six yep. episodes or something. It was almost I, like a, I completely missed Police Squad and its run, but I think a lot of people didn't because it, I think it was just run over a summer or something, and nobody. It didn't get really big until after. Well, I made sure to watch that, but there was one day I think I was collecting on my paper route or something. And uh, Ooh, a good topic. I, I missed one of the episodes, and I made that may have been before we had a VCR or whatever. And I was like, oh, ah! but yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know. I, I, I love I that think show. I and mo- most people probably caught up with that when they'd rerun it on cable, yeah. And then they'd do like a marathon, yeah, yeah. Comedy Central would run it or something. The Police Squad Marathon, I, I, I love by... Police Squad, yeah, it's oh. classic. Um, anything else from the 80s TV that you SCTV, of course. Well, right. We've talked about we've, that. We've talked about that. SNL had a terrible oh. 80s period. Fridays, I watched a little bit, but I don't like. I didn't get that. I, the announcer just died a while ago. The announcer for Fridays. He he was also oh. the uh, he was in. Uh, oh boy, he was a character in uh, that show with Andy Griffith and Don Knotts. There's a tie-in. And it, it, it was a sh- <laughs> the, yeah, that's right. Why didn't they have a Don yep. Knotts show ever? Maybe they did. The eighties was another period where um, they had a lot of uh, these like uh, variety shows, right? So I always associate that with the seventies, but no, it might that, be a late seventies, no, early eighties. You're right. You know, for, that was for 70s. example. The that original Muppet Show was a variety show with guest stars and all that stuff. And I associate that with the eighties. Kind of, um, yeah. Was it's, that seventies over? I think. Yeah. Okay. Now, maybe no. It was probably seventies because I remember watching whatever day that was on. I watched uh, that and Jacques Cousteau. Yep. That was my. Yep. Ah, that was seventies. Uh, okay. Fine. Okay, but that topic is done. We we buried it. <laughs> we'll get some good music for that. Yeah, yeah. 
Topic checklist removed. Yeah, uh. I, I think next time um, I'll talk about my home stereo buying um, observations. All right. Did you go to Best Buy? No. <laughs> Actually, I did. I didn't buy anything there, though. Oh, see, you went so, there to look at the stuff, and then you bought it somewhere else. You know, I did no. That, that that's actually not right. That's a that's called a showrooming, um, <laughs> where you go there and you then you buy it. There's on a Amazon. word for that. <laughs> I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know I had a word. No, no, it it is. Um, a friend of mine works at a local music store, and he oh he's, he he says. People do that at his store all the time, even though the price at the local store will be as good or better than like Amazon. Ah, how annoying! But they'll still, they'll still, because they're so conditioned. Oh, I have to buy it on Amazon. They they do it there and not buy it locally, which I think is is just nuts. I mean, and they, they actually, it's not like they are too lazy to go to the store. They go to. They the already store, went to the store, and they look at the thing, the guitar, the drum set, or whatever they're buying, the guitar. Then they go home and buy it on Amazon. Well, even if it was a little bit more at the local store, I still, because recently bought a dryer. I bought a dryer at, well, I guess you can't get that on Amazon. Maybe you can. I, but they price match and stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it. This guy said, yeah, we, we, we price match or beat the online prices. And then you would get it right away instead of waiting for the shipping. Yeah, so I actually did go and look at stuff. So I I don't want to get into it tonight because it's yeah, we already did. It's a long, long topic. This is this is a teaser for an upcoming episode. It is, or <laughs> you can avoid it <laughs> if you don't want to hear about it. Oh no! Maybe I'll put Lynn on speakerphone while we're doing oh, it. Okay, he'll he'll ask for weird sounds. All right, um, Lynn is a. A different kind of audiophile. He appreciates all sorts of high quality weird sounds. Yeah, he he is an old school super audiophile. Likes high end equipment, and even though I suspect he can't hear a lot of high frequencies, since we all lose that part of our hearing as we get older. But uh, he was the one that introduced us to the sweet spot. Yeah, I, I actually I got much more into audiophile stuff when I was in college and after I got to know him and I heard some really cool stuff. Well, I remember listening when I lived my little stint in Laramie, Wyoming. You know, he'd say, okay, sit right here. I had never experienced that before with a stereo. I mean, I've had headphones or something. I know I wasn't listening to the highest quality stuff probably either, but um, or equipment. But yeah, it's it's really weird if you get right in the right spot. It's um, it's really really cool. I can't. I don't know how to explain. It's actually, it, and it's actually not something that it's not the same as listening on headphones. No, it isn't because because the room interacts with what you're listening to with the speakers. And of course, the thing that um, Lynn at the time had these speakers that the stereo um, image didn't really work unless you sat in this exact spot you, you had the between. sweet spot you had to sit in the right exact yeah, spot and, and it was i mean most speakers sound pretty good if you're just generally in between them but these yeah. are were just bizarre in that they unless you put it's like you locked in your ears or something and then all of a yeah. sudden it opened up that's the way to describe yeah. it yeah, yeah I, it, it's strange oh that was that was really kind of cool though 
yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, was way, way, way. I don't know. You you think with headphones you could capture that somehow, but it wasn't the same thing. Well, anyway, it, it stuff. A lot of things have changed, of course, um, since then. Yeah. But as I found out when I was buying stereo equipment, a lot has not changed. So there is your preview. Oh, maybe we just start talking about that now and then put it on later. No, okay, I don't know. <laughs> no, hardball is about on. <laughs> oh, we got to cut off for hard, hardball. Yeah, I saw some posts about that with, uh, hey, Mitt Romney grew a pair. I'm getting ty- kind of tired. <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired of the balls analogies, even though I you know, often reference Chris Matthews and his particular oh, I know, balls, I know. but it's fun. I, I think what everybody's curious about now is um, what kind of shitstorm he is going to be in for. Because Mitt? Trump... Yeah, Trump. Trump is not going to uh, <laughs> let this go lightly. Well, but he won. We'll see. He, he, <laughs> well, yeah, of course he did, but it still he makes didn't him look bad because, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win enough. He didn't win enough. And actually, a couple of the people that voted to quote him basically said, "Yeah, he he screwed up <laughs> and did yeah. the wrong stuff." I just, I, I just don't think he should be thrown out. And yeah, um, that even that is. Not great, but uh, I, I just oh. uh, sorry to get back into this again. I, 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 but I, I just find it really hilarious that any of these people think that he is going to be restrained by this whole thing. If, well, if nothing else, I think he's on the phone with Vlad right now asking for what should whatever. I do? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, or, yeah, can or you, a favor. Can you do this. Yeah. I heard that. I heard, I heard this. Pete is kind of a fucker. You know, go after him. Yeah, whoever's on top now. <laughs> God, God oh, that, that no, that didn't. I don't know whether <laughs> he's a top or a bottom. That's none of my business. Did you see that? Did you see that uh, that Iowa caucus lady interview? She she voted for Pete, and then she found out that he was gay, and she was disgusted. <laughs> really? Yes, she was disgusted and wanted to, trying to get her vote to redo her vote or something. I didn't watch it because I, I I just didn't want to hear that Funny. kind of thing. I, I just think that it, it's funny that somebody that goes to the trouble to do Iowa, the, the caucus. And is and a, is a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, doesn't already know this. That That's funny. Not only is it a surprise, but why is that an issue if you're voting in the Democratic caucus? You're disgusted? Oh. Maybe she was a Republican. I don't know. Trying to muck things up. But uh, speaking of politics, I guess we could get into um, South Dakota politics a little bit. They, they've been there have been different uh, uh, different things. Of course, South Dakota tries to pass um, or different. Some people in in South Dakota try to pass the weirdest. Uh, I call it batshit bullshit. I copyrighted that, and these weird laws to just try to get attention or something. I can't. Although maybe they'll get passed in South Dakota. You know, anti-gay, anti-trans, anti—you know—everything. Often, abortion is a big one with them too. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that there's a some kind of political group out there that's helping states like legislatures like South Dakota. And but on a on a on a side note, <laughs> lead in, um, Rapid City is facing uh, a uh, referendum. I think it's called voting. Voters are going to go to the polls on whether or not to uh, fund schools. And I think the last one went through about uh, 40 years ago. 
<laughs> was the last time they tried to ask for money for schools. And in South Dakota, you know, well, like it should be enough. Forty years ago, it should have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we we have referendums that um, in in my city uh, or my school district um, on a we've had smaller ones on a fairly regular basis. I mean, every few years, you know, they're little smaller ones that might have got voted down because of people that don't have children anymore or something or don't understand how investment in your communities work, but they vote it down because they're on a fixed income or something they say, and they don't want their taxes raised 18 cents a year. But, um, so so, uh, we had some that lost some voting referendums, but then, then they'd come back later and they'd be more because these, you, you can't just defer maintenance forever. And so it's like, to me, when I heard that Rapid City hasn't had one of these kind of things in 40 years, I was like, not surprised to hear that some of the schools are having some issues. And uh, including my one of my former, uh, I guess, I think it sounds like one of the worst, one of the worst examples is South Junior High, where I went to junior high in Rapid City. Um, I don't know, leaks and all kinds of things. Yeah, it, it sounds like the building is is really dilapidated and needs to be replaced it probably wasn't in great shape when they even right after they built it you know it probably was really cheap was built just after world war ii and maybe not that well (laughs) you know and now that i think about it my i have my um i uh a, a few years ago i filed or i kept i went through my memorabilia and i kept some things and one of them was the south junior high um we were the south junior high rebels and the little uh little guy was like a I think it was like a confederate guy now that I think about it yeah yeah you're right and I I've I've joked over the years you know with some of these bills that South Dakota tries to pass you know they're trying to put the south back in South Dakota but I mean it isn't really funny but (laughs) especially I don't know the anti-LGBT stuff is, is is really getting to me and I I God bless everyone that's, um, whether maybe you don't want to be blessed by God, but positive thoughts to anyone out there that stayed in South Dakota that, um, that is of a, of alternative lifestyle or just whatever, not judo Christian, uh, something or other, uh, from somebody else's label. And they're, they're fighting this stuff. A lot of people have just left, you know, cause they can't, they can't live there because of various reasons. I appreciate the people that are still there and they're fighting this stuff because it's crap. It's absolute crap. And, uh, but anyway, on a lighter note, John and um, his brother, Bruce, his half brother, um, Bruce is only half a person. He he gets around on uh, a little wagon. He's just an upper torso. No, that's not true. Uh, John and uh, Bruce went to Rapid City to do a, uh, do you want to talk about a little bit what you did or would just, just roll the tape? You're not even still there. John left. I was I had myself muted again. I didn't end the call this time, at least. But <laughs> I was going on to diatribe, and you said, "Screw no, that!" No, no, I'm going to okay. go play at the ice um, machine. No, Bruce. Bruce and I um, visited a few of the schools in Rapid City. Unfortunately, South Junior High was not one of them. I'm sorry, South Middle School. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. It's always South it was a little United bit of a field trip. There, it, it's not direct, directly related to the issue at hand, although we did um, 
pay a visit to Wilson Elementary School, which is on the chopping block. Yeah. And yeah, you'll have to you'll have to see. Um, here or it was, here. It was very illuminating. Or here. Illuminati. The an Eastern Syndicate controls the Rapid City Public School District. Well, they're awfully cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just trying to get as much money out of them as they can. No, that that's kind of the thing though about about um our our former state, home state, whatever. Yeah. Home state, mine. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> We we had to work in the home state mines. <laughs> All of us did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, well, I was they, delivering they sandwiches. Bombarded us with neutrinos after that, and <laughs> that, that was Tom Daschle's fault. <laughs> next, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Damn it! Of all the things Tom Daschle oh. did for South Dakota, don't get me started about that. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. And then they turned on him. Oh, anyway. Okay. We'll talk about that in another, another episode. Time. But no, the um, one of the things about that place is that's abundantly clear is that there, and it, maybe it's more true in the western part of the state than the East River. I don't know. Um, Sioux Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's really one of these things that there's this, you know, cheap is good enough for us mentality. Well, like, anti anti taxes. Like, like we're just not we're not worth we're not worth something that is perceived to be high quality or fancy. Yeah, I don't I don't think they understand kind of investments this, this, either. This bogus pioneer spirit thing. Well, it's anti tax, and I. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 a real cheapskate attitude, but an investment investment in the future is very important. And it hurts. And in some of these other laws that they're trying to pass, uh, or even just even if they don't pass, they get on the news, and it hurts tourism, which hurts their money, that the revenue stream, which which because they don't have like property taxes and whatever else as much, or income tax. Yeah, um, they have. They definitely have property taxes. Well, where are they supposed to get the money then? If 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 they're going to hurt their own tourism. If they're not going to legalize, they can, they can't even legalize hemp for Christ's sake. They can't. Uh, although although um, weeds on the ballot this year there. Yeah, well, I know so, one of the people that's working for that, and and, and uh, it's and, really interesting to see. And job bless talk them. Talk about talk about a political horse race that's worth following. That's really interesting. To but me. there is a libertarian streak in South Dakota, and I think there could be a way to appeal to that to get some of this. Get out of my. Who who cares what I do at home? There, there well, must they, be some way to. There course, must be some way to get Phil, into. You'll get that though, and then they will privatize all the schools. Yeah. So no, there's a balance. There's a there's a, <laughs> there's a balance that. Well, well, we'll uh, reflect on that. I'm sure, and some other day revisit. Maybe our next. Maybe our next South Dakota native <laughs> guest can help us with that. somebody that isn't an expat that's actually there. Well, oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't clear this with you first, but Christy Nome is going to be our next guest on, on the podcast. <laughs> that would be really interesting. We're going to spend the whole hour talking about him. What are you drinking tonight, Christy? <laughs> Hemp. <laughs> CBD infused, uh, seltzer water. Oh, whatever. There, there you go. 
God damn it! Let the so, farm let the farmers have anyway, any anything they can. That was a long, a long wow. Intro to, and maybe it'll get um, shorter later on. It better. <laughs> oh Lord! I'm missing hardball. Oh no! Okay, we're done. Roll tape. Ah. Uh, Here's 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 Bruce and John on a field expedition. You're about to experience an expedition. An expedition through the catacombs of the underbellies of the Rapid City public school system, Rapid City, South Dakota. Notably decrepit and falling apart and waiting on a bonding referendum or some such thing for the city council to approve. Or perhaps voters will decide. Voters are an unpredictable lot, especially those whose children have grown up and learned to despise them. It isn't uncommon in nature to devour your young, especially if there is a perception that there is a lack of resources. But perhaps this is more of an issue of a distribution of resources than not a lack thereof. All right, we're standing here in Wilson School. We're going down the stairs here into the gym. Yeah, we came in the back door, which is where we hoodlums came in in the auto recess. Um, the sound you're about to hear is John's old gym, where he did his jumping jacks <laughs> and flapjacks. I did like one and a half. Wow. And we did the, uh, the giant parachute in this room. Yep. And played cruel games of dodgeball. Yes. Let's see, on that side of the wall, there's the famous uh, uh, lunch tables that folded out of the wall. Doesn't look like they're used anymore. Probably because they would cut off your fingers or something if you. Uh, absolutely deemed unsafe to uh, yeah. save. Yeah. The Murphy sealed. bed style lunch tables. And sealed them into the side yeah. of the wall. Ah, okay. I think those were may have been in use when I was here. Oh. <laughs> 50 years ago, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Many, many fond memories. But now since uh, the yeah. security guards are coming, since we're illegally in here, yes. I think we're... Okay, we'll, we're going to head outside. Bruce and John are not actually in the building legally. Bruce is being facetious. Facetious means treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor being flippant, perhaps even tongue-in-cheek or waggish. Glib. I don't know why. Okay. All right, we escaped the security guards and ran outside. Don't worry, they'll be here with the security footage. Yeah. Uh, be, so, uh, uh, down so here uh, to our left. Kindergarten still? Kindergarten. That's, yeah, been... that's where I went to my first day of kindergarten. In this ground level, easy access to Little Caesars. Mini Mart, as it was called back in the day. Right across the, the way here. None of this loaf and jug nonsense. And uh, yep. right across from the Gold Wash. Yes, we are mere steps from... The famous Gold Warsh back in its heyday. It, I remember when the Mini Mart opened up. That was pretty exciting. And we'd sneak over there and play video games. My brother and me would do that. I obviously didn't learn anything in school. Nice. And we're 
Wilson School. So tell us about what what is the controversy about Wilson School right now? Uh, well, Wilson School is sort of beyond uh, modernizing and, and repairing, mm-hmm. and so the uh, not unlike John or Bruce or even Phil. Where is Phil? You might ask. Phil is trying to get a proboscis monkey in Borneo to do a Jimmy Durante impersonation. Ah, cha cha The uh, school board is proposing to uh, perhaps close it down, or at least uh, recently it was a proposal. And uh, it's being right. opposed by the neighborhood uh, groups here. Of course. And they... Uh, they, they um, also um, offered up, up as a solution mm-hmm. to the uh, um, fact that they were eliminating a school is to move all of the elementary school kids over to the alternative high school for some reason. Alternative high school. The alternative high school. For alternative which is, people. Which is the old central high school, <laughs> yes. the old Rapid City High, the old Dakota. Where, where I went to junior high, and they called it in those That's days. Right. Yes. That's right. That's right. Place has had a lot of re reuse reinvention over the years. So um, it's an old building. They don't want to fix it up anymore. They don't want to fix it up anymore. There are people who uh, claim that um, it's probably full of asbestos, asbestos, and and black mold, and and all kinds of nasty things, and uh, clearly affected a lot of us. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I never went to elementary school here. I, I, I thought you were going to say you never went to elementary school. Uh, no, I never went out. I just didn't, skipped it. I didn't yeah. go to school at all, actually. But yeah, um, what he got, got, got his degree out of a Cracker Jack box. Cracker Jack box. And so here's well, the front door there. I would be sad if they demolished this or turned it into a Bible school or whatever they... They sell old schools. It, in, indeed. Uh, well, although this this area is nice enough that they probably knock it down and put a couple of really fancy houses here. No, or a mini mart, or another, or a new mini mart. They could yeah. use a new mini mart. It's kind of run down because it, it's the same one that was built in the seventies. Well, that's true. You know, there have been a lot of holiday gas stations go up. They're they're invading. Town. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, this this could be a prime site. Yep. A holiday megaplex. Megaplex there. It's got the playground equipment there and <laughs> already. You imagine uh, uh, it'd be a recreation center with gas pumps and. <laughs> God, they probably get some yeah. some kind of federal grant for that. The dog you are listening to is a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier, or perhaps a Finnish Spitz. Um, yeah, that yeah. that's that's very uh, exciting. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, so what is our next? Where are we going next? Uh, uh, right now, we're going to uh, go to uh, Rapid City High School and go okay. ghost hunting. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back. According to School Digger, Stevens High School is ranked 7th out of 134. Southwest Middle School is ranked 5th out of 150. Pinedale Elementary is ranked 10th out of 208. That equals 492, which some consider the start of the Persian War. So now we're, we've moved to a new location. We're at what formerly known as Rapid City High School, Old Rapid City Central, Dakota Junior High. And now what's its official name besides the Performing Arts Center? <clears throat> it, is, it is back to Rapid City High School. It is Rapid City High School. Yes, okay. it is. So... 
which is, of course, home to the famous Black Hills Symphony Orchestra. Trying all the doors in, <laughs> in, in the cafeteria space where we used to eat such delicacies as Mexican zombies and... Oh, here's a like menu that. right over Well, there. let's see what they're serving. I bet it's a lot better than what well, any we'll of us see. had. There's Mexican zombies here. Let's... Uh, yeah, I think maybe that was high school. Yeah, it's a good... Oh, idea. they have walking tacos. That's a thing. Tex-Mex walking tacos. Uh-huh. Um, on Monday, smothered waffle fries. What is that all about? Slice. Oh, and of course the chicken patty sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Luther King on the menu for the twentieth. Yeah, yeah. Which cannibals are around here? There's oh a chili burger. Hmm. Uh, chili burger. Um, yes. Yeah, you know this. Uh, just, just verbally, it, it sounds great. And, and, and right over here, as we're walking over towards this wall, there's an outlet over here. Well, you stick when your I finger was in high school, no. there, was a, there was a big freezer here, mm-hmm. and it had ice cream sandwiches in it. Wow. Which were kept at a perfect temperature until one weekend. Mm-hmm. The name is redacted. And a couple other friends of mine, we uh, sort of found a way into the school and crawled all around the tunnels underneath the school and came up in here. And he got a little bit hungry, so he decided he would try to open it. And it, of course, had this lock on it, so he was very strong. So he bent the, bent the, uh, the lid just enough so he could get his arm in there. And, of course, it would never go back to shape. And needless to say, the scandal on Monday morning of the melted ice cream bars was... Great. There was riots. Great riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Investigations. Wow. He remains at large? Um, I, or, or was he caught? Not sure if they let him out yet. Okay. And then the slammer. That, that's, a great, that's a great story. So you, you got, there were a lot, in those days, in the, when it was more of a crumbling old building, there were lots of these dangerous yeah, in the old in the old energy plant, yeah, yeah. there was there was, there was a door that had a broken out window and a piece of plywood there, and you would huh. sort of push on it, reach yeah. in, and open the door from the inside. High security. Then you had to crawl through a series of tunnels and mm-hmm. around a bunch of giant blowers in the basement. It yeah, quite, that, uh, that's it. That's, was really quite dangerous. I, of course, it was. Yeah. That's why it was fun. Yeah. So we'll move to another area. I'll just cut this part out. So now we're in the the, the entryway of this, the, old, the old school with the the wood the old woodwork and box office where the uh, German language club used to sell candy out of those windows. And just down the hall was the principal's office and the step further down the the band room and the choir room. That's where that music stand went. Right outside the the theater. Oh, let's go in this room. Don't go in there, Dr. Hooses. That is an inside joke. I apologize. Let's look at the other side of that wall was the old teacher's lounge. Yep. Sounds right. We'd walk by and peer in with envy because they had a pop machine. I don't know. Storage closet? Yeah. Yeah, storage closet. No bodies in there. Not yet. 
Right now, where we are is is the end of the end of the old Build. building, right? Which at one time was just a set of stairs that went up. That's right. It used to um, connect to the uh, the Washington Building, which was burned down in what 1968 or 69, mm-hmm. right around there. So maybe that's when they decided to build Steve, build Stevens. So the si- sign, um, this way leads to homebound and suspension. Yes, in a different place now. I work in the suspension department. The school uniform included suspenders and very short shorts. Now we're going to the new, where, it, where, the, uh, where, it's, where it's part of the new area. There's an old van is now... Mm-hmm. Part of an office in Kowski. Are you sure? I think this was choir, this was band. Um, the choir was uh, um, actually up on the third floor. Well, when I was here, it was down here. Right, that's because you got the cheap model. We did get the cheap model, yeah, okay. Yeah, this was a, okay. this was a concert. Yeah. When I was. It's a miss. Eventually leads to the backstage area. Yeah, this is the backstage area. Yeah. Now, under, now, there's a set of stairs right there underneath those. Was the secret storage room behind the back room of the band room? Behind the back of the back yes. back room, which had a sink in it. Yes, and lots of music and storage and stuff, and an antiquated um, uh, copying machine, huh? which would kick out these brown. Was it, was it a, a mimeograph? Mim, it must have been some kind of mimeograph. That, that, that purplish, brownish, smelly ink. Yeah, it was very smelly. Yeah, yeah, I think we had that in grade school. And yet not a water gong in sight. Yeah. Vomit-colored copies it would make. Yeah. And underneath those stairs are still skeletons. People were walled up there. Right. And you were never able to rescue them when you were in no. junior high. I tried. I dug several holes and... Skeletons. Well, let's go up the stairs. Yep. In the, in the old the days, area. you could go up the stairs and leave the building, but now it's all emergency-only stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No alarmed doors here. I think it's alarming, personally. Yep. I'm not sure what they said right there, but Bruce and John were never heard from again. Uh, wait, I'm wrong. Now we're up in the balcony of the old theater. We're in the balcony. Old, the old new theater. In the old it's new been theater. Remodeled. So we're up in the balcony, and we're in a spot where. Um, during the Cobbler Capers, which is the name of the variety show, um, that the tumbling team would jump off the balcony onto the stage. 
one after the other, and only one or two of them broke a leg. And they, <laughs> those were back in the days where nobody thought anything of a broken leg, and it was okay. And they did not sue the school, right? Very often. Then they became homebound. Yep, and that's where they are to this day, down in the room we just passed. Those those windows over there had like goofy colored glass in them. Yep, there was that sound right? Yeah, Yeah, I guess weird stained. You can not not anymore. No, no, we we just looked not anymore. They took those they took those out, and you can they put them. uh, They put one of them in the old or excuse me, in the new central. Um, oh. So there's a little case where you can see That's nice. And, and, of course, they retained some of the WPA chairs with the all-wood seats and backs. Yes, yes, we are standing right next to one right now. I'm they touching are one. very uncomfortable. And I just got a splinter, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and you have, they sold a bunch of the old ones off. And yeah, I've got they, some in my de- on my deck. Right, they're still there. Yeah. People had much smaller butts in the WPA days, I think. Well, that's right. That was that was during the Depression, right? And so right. nobody had anything to eat, so they had small mm-hmm. butt sizes. Well, should we go so, hunting for ghosts? Let's go. We'll be right back. What was that? What was that? I don't know. They say this place is haunted. Shit. Bruce and John were never heard from again. Wait, uh, I'm wrong. So, Bruce, where are we? We're in the brass rail, and, and what are you drinking in the brass rail? I'm drinking a Crispin Cider. Crispin Cider. Named after Crispin Glover, a famous actor who's much beloved in South Dakota. Okay, well, I'm, I'm having a mango cream ale. These are both pretty fruity the, yeah, yeah, things they, we're drinking here. Yeah, they are. Not our normal whiskeys. I'm going to have some of that later. But. Yeah. Well, well, I, I had thought that maybe I would have a mixed drink here. That's yeah. usually what I have in a bar. But I was, I was reading about the Brass Rail and yeah. the fact that they were, they were right after Prohibition, they opened up as a beer hall with a handful of original bars, and they're still going to this day. I, I, I think the same family still runs the place. Probably not affiliated with the Brass Rail Lounge in Minneapolis and its mail review. Could be. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I'm liking the mango beer. Usually I don't like fruit yeah. beers. Right, right. Well, we're, uh, we've narrowly escaped from the, the haunted school. Uh, thank God. Ran for our lives. We made it. We need a, need a stiff drink after that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or a cider. <laughs> yeah, cider. Like, yeah. so yeah. it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Well, are we done? We're done. Okay. Cider. Bruce and John were never heard from again. Places are both still great. 
wondering what went wrong. They're putting the South in South Dakota. If you're not like them, look to Minnesota. They care about your freedom, not one iota. Don't put the South in South Dakota. Midwest family. Values work hard and live in that bed. What you do in your own home, I've got no rats to give. Farmers and ranches work damn hard, but I'll just sit around your backyard. Make sure I have a lot of time to kill. They're putting the south. Can't we all work together? 